Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Well, welcome leaders to this week's edition of the Life Group Leader Podcast. This is going to be a special edition as we are doing a setup, a series overview of our new series, Holding On, a study on the book of Jude. Man, we're really looking forward to this series and looking forward to this conversation. Uh, I'm not going to be guiding us by myself. We are joined with our senior pastor, Eric Geiger. Life Group Leaders, I love that I get to spend this time with you as you prepare to lead your life groups, and I love that we're going to be able to study the book of Jude together. Yeah, it's going to be great. And um, we're just coming off the back end, obviously, of On the Table. Uh, at the time that we're recording this, you've actually just have recorded your final week, your final week in the sermon. We got one more week of where we stand right now in that teaching series. I'd just be curious before we jump into this, just learnings, what you've been excited about, where you've seen God at work through that incredible teaching series. I'm so proud of our church, so proud of our church. I feel as a whole, we are a group of people that want grace and truth. Right. So we have regular people, real people with real struggles, and we want Jesus, and he's full of grace and full of truth. And I'm proud of our church. I feel we've thrown big questions on the table, and our church has wanted the truth and wanted grace, has wanted the truth shared in a gracious way, and has wanted grace offered in a truthful way. So I've been really proud, proud of our church, and makes me a learning for me has been the power of both truth and grace. That's right. It's, you know, there's a temptation to lessen truth under the guise of I'm being more gracious or to lessen grace under the guise of I'm being more truthful. And to be faithful is to be full of grace and full of truth because Jesus is full of grace and truth. So the people in your life groups, leaders, they need Grace and truth. You can lead as a confident leader standing on the grace and the truth of Jesus. That's right. Yeah, we've been so appreciative, Life Group leaders, of what we've heard from you, of how you're navigating this conversation week in and week out. And, and Eric, I, I know you've heard it from so many different people, but man, our appreciation for you Thanks, setting man. the pace and leading this. Um, I, I said it to you after you got done teaching one of the weekends. It's so fun to, to watch anybody, but to watch you um, live out of who God has called you to be and lead through that and lead us together with that. Man, and thank you, man. Just, and, you, and you added a ton. Yeah. All your, uh, if I had more time podcast, yeah, yeah. You, man, you, you were so wise. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for how you shepherd our people, yeah. how you shepherd our life groups, discipleship groups, and yeah. all the leaders, man, so thankful for you. Yeah, man, God's doing great things. It's a privilege, Mariners, to be a part of what, what God is doing. And you guys are a part of that on the ground. Yes, Incredible thank you, things. leaders. So um, we're taking the turn yeah. here now. Um, I, I know you've, you've talked to our staff sometimes about um, sort of the three different lanes of a yes. teaching series. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of cool to tell our leaders yeah. of how you think about the approach of that. Yes, yeah, so we map out a year teaching in, at a time, and I try to do a balanced diet of life, text, and theology. So life would be a series such as Big Problems, Bigger God, which was a couple series ago, hey, those are really important issues that people yeah. are wrestling with, and what's the Bible have to say about our lives? That's not an unfaithful way to teach. Jesus often taught that way, right. grabbed people where they were, from a woman at a well to someone born blind, and applies the truth to people w where they are in their lives. Right. So sometimes we 
We have a teaching series that starts with life, other times with theology. I, I really think our On the Table series was theology, answering some of the big questions about God. Theology is thinking, so we, we thought a lot about some big theological weighty principles and what the Scripture says. And then there's a third type of teaching series we do, which is the text, which yeah. is just walking people through the Bible. And in 2023, I will teach through three books of the Bible. Mm. And this upcoming teaching series is one of those. And I love teaching through a book of the Bible. Mm. We, need to be, we, we should be excited to study a book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. 66 books in the Bible, each one breathed by God. And let's read the Bible yeah. and study the Bible and let the Bible form us and change us and encourage us. So, you know, we'll do Jude and we'll do Philippians, and then we'll do the book of Daniel, all three in 2023. And the book of Jude is one that is rarely taught. It's, yeah. There's not a ton of teaching series on the book of Jude, but it's a really important book in the Bible. Yeah, 25 verses, one chapter, right? One chapter. Yeah. So when you say Jude 24, yeah. you don't mean Jude chapter 24. You mean Jude verse 24. Hey, that's really important right there. That's yeah. a leadership hack right there. That's a, that's insight. Um, so 25 chapters, just jam-packed. No, not chapters, verses. Excuse, oh, I, I messed it up, see? 25 <laughs> verses. 25 verses, yeah. Um, so, so, so why Jude? What are we excited about Jude? What are we looking forward to, to God do through, through this book together? Partly Jude because it's in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And then partly because the context around Jude is very similar to our context. Mm -hmm. So check this out. 30 years after Jesus ascends back into heaven, people are already wandering away from the faith. Mm -hmm. you, you have, in that context, 2,000 years ago, you have people saying, man, my friend so-and-so says he's no longer following Jesus. Oh, man, that preacher I used to listen to says he's no longer a Christian. That's happening today, right now. But that was happening 2,000 years ago, too. And Jude writes about it. Mm. And he writes to, to the church, and he's encouraging them, hey, you're called, you're loved, you're kept. He's going to also challenge them to keep in the love of God. So you have this beautiful paradox happen in the book of Jude that he keeps you, and you keep in the love of God. Mm. And so the book of Jude was written to people who really very similar to where we are right now. There's some who called themselves Christians who were saying, I'm, walk I'm out, I'm tapping out. The culture was very secular, not a Christian you know, culture surrounding these Christians at all. And Jude writes them a very loving—some say Jude's harsh. There are some harsh parts in Jude, yeah. but the overtone is Jude is fighting for the souls of the flock. He, he wants the people to, to rem remember that they're kept by God, and because they're kept by God, to keep in the love of God. So— the context of Jude is so similar to what we are living through right now. Mm. In fact, even coming off of the On the Table series, we really spent eight weeks laying out some key beliefs of the Christian faith. One of the most famous verses in the book of Jude is to hold on to the faith delivered once yeah. for all to the saints. Yeah. And so that there's a faith, there's a belief that's been delivered to Christians once and for all. And well, we've walked through that during On the Table are we going to hold on to it? Are right. we going to hold on to the faith delivered once and for all to the saints? Yeah, and Jude addresses this. He addresses some of the particulars of where the source of the wandering, why the wandering, uh, what they're what they're going after, uh, and there's some parallels in that for us today as well. There's this sometimes there's this um, disbelief of the simplicity of the gospel. Like, actually, is it really that profoundly beautiful? 
we are tempted, I'm tempted to add to it, to track to it, to use it for my own personal gain and benefit, or to maybe just intellectually think about the gospel and not have it form my my life behavior and my pattern. And, and, And Jude has warnings for us that actually... It's both. It's your life. It's your doctrine. It's it's what you think, and it's how you act and respond to the gospel. No, that's good. We we, yeah. we make the mistake to add to the gospel, and we yeah. try to add our behavior to get God to love us, which is legalism and religion and very offensive to God. But we also at times try to subtract yeah. from the faith delivered once and for all to the saints and justify that we can do whatever we want with our lives and that we don't have to live a grateful response to what Jesus has done and so you're right, Jude, this one little book really addresses both of those errors. Right. And so he starts with a great greeting. Oh, man, week one, yeah. I can't wait to preach week one. Week one is going to be super encouraging, mm-hmm. especially after coming out of um, the intensity of the eight weeks of On the Table. Mm. I'm, I love verse one and two. You're called, mm. you're loved, you're kept. And it's going to be a great reminder to people that, hey, he has you. He has you. Mm-hmm. You're called by him. You're loved by him. You're kept by him. That's right. It's a great reminder of what he's already done for us. And I think it's going to fill for many of us like this great exhale. That's what I'm hoping. coming into That's that. That's what I'm praying. That reminder yeah. of that. And then we take the turn there for week two. Oh, uh, man. Looking I, at verses three and four. I'm not teaching this week. I wish I was because I love this verse so much. I'm, I, I gave my notes to all the people who are teaching, um, but this is about the faith delivered once and for all to the right. saints, that there is there is a faith that we hold on to, and the faith we hold on to is the same faith that the disciples held on to. You know, our faith really is not evolving. Mm-hmm. We've got this faith delivered once and for all. Mm-hmm. There's a historic nature of our faith. That's good. Yeah, we can sometimes have a a modern arrogance. Oh my gosh! Thinking because we have more, you know, like technology. these people back then were so idiot. Totally. That's what. That's and, and how prideful are we if we think that? Yeah, yeah. But what a, a friend of mine always would say: whenever you read the scriptures, just realize that the people that it's originally to, just as smart as you, real people just like you, with questions, with longings and desires. We're not reading about, you know, disconnected that's good. people, but yeah, yeah. these are real people. So that's right. So hold on, right? Contend for the yeah. for the once and all the faith that's been delivered. And then week three, this, oh, is, man. A, this is great as well. For those that, that walk away, looking at verses 5 through 11. So Jude is writing to the church. He's not, he's not writing to those who walk away. He's writing to the church, but yeah. he warns those who are still in Jesus about those who walked away, and he... he he warns them about themselves utilizing those who walked away. Basically, hey, we're not going to be like those who walk away, but here's what we saw in those who walk away. And it's it's really, gosh, verse 5 through 11, that's week 3. There's so many Old Testament stories that he references. Yeah. It's actually yeah. kind of convicting when I, when, when I read Jude 5 through 11 because, it, okay, if you're a sports fan and, someone, and somebody got up and said, Hey, I'm gonna talk to you about Kareem, uh, James Worthy, and Michael Cooper, mm. and Magic Johnson. Like you would know, they're they're talking about team chemistry. That was four players mm-hmm. that played for the Lakers during the Showtime era, right? Well, you would know all four names off. They would just roll off your tongue if you're a sports fan. If somebody at a conference said, "Hey, we're not going to be like Bernie, you know, Madoff and Lehman Brothers and Enron," mm-hmm. like you know those names, mm-hmm. and you know someone's going to talk to you about financial integrity. Mm-hmm. Well, in verses 5 through 11, he throws out all of these Old Testament names from Sodom and, and Israel and Cain and Balaam and Korah, 
<laughs> he throws out the and you have to we have to stop and read them because we're not as familiar with those names. Yeah. But those the people in that day would have been familiar with the names. And essentially was all people who trusted themselves instead of trusting in Christ. Right. So the common theme you're going to see about those who walk away is instead of relying on Christ, they rely on their own dreams. Right. Instead of relying on his commands, they rely on their their own. Right. And they try to build a belief system around themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But aren't we so like that? We need we need to be reminded. We need to look back. We need to look at the stories that were there, not just as cautionary tales. Yeah, reminded is a big theme in yeah, week three. As a as a course correction, right? It's to, a big theme. Keep on. Yeah. Amazing. And then uh week week four, verses twelve through twenty-three, keeping in the love of God. Yeah, that's where you see the action put to us. Mm-hmm. So we're kept, verse mm-hmm. one and two, mm-hmm. and then verse 12 through 23, you'll see, hey, you keep yourselves in the love of God. Mm. So the the theological terms that sometimes people use is there's, he preserves his people, Mm. but his people persevere. Mm. Mm -hmm. So God preserves us, but those he preserves persevere. Mm. And you could say it this way, God keeps his people, but those he keeps, they keep in the love of God. So how do you know if you're kept? If you keep. Hmm. Who keeps those who are kept? Mm-hmm. It's this, it's this beautiful synergy of God. I mean, I'm ultimately going to stay a Christian because God keeps me a Christian. Right. At the same time, I'm commanded to keep myself in the love of God. Right. And that question that often comes up, you know, have I lost my sal- right. salvation? The, the thing that I did does that does that exclude me? Do I need to be saved again? Do I need to re- repent yeah. again? Yeah, we need to repent again. But no, those who are saved are saved. He saves fully those That's who come right. to him. That's it. Awesome. Um, and then we're going to do something that, that, that weekend, right? I think there's something around, um, we're going to give people a moment to respond, to respond to that, right? Yeah. To, to renew, yeah. to renew their love. Our yeah. hearts have a tendency to grow cold. Yeah. And so, Hey, let's, let's keep ourselves in the love of God. Let's renew our love right. to him and for him. It's good. It's good. And then the, the final week, it's just a beautiful, um, his benediction really. Where oh, he it's kind a of famous benediction. Every, it's so good. And Jude 24 and 25 is, is famous. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And that's going to be a, a significant week for us as well with rooted celebrations and uh, and I believe. And it's it, it's going to feel like a, a giant, like, oh, thank you so much. And then it's Easter, right? And it's Easter right after that. This is on Palm Sunday. Yeah. So what are we excited about for week five with uh, the benediction? What stands out to you there? I, I'm so glad that as a church, we're going to study this benediction. It's a famous benediction mm-hmm. to him who is able to keep you from falling to the only God forever. Mm-hmm. And ever. I mean, it's beautiful. As a Christian, at some day in your life, you should go to church and study this benediction. Mm. And you're going to get to do it Palm Sunday weekend, 2023. Yeah. What stands out is he begins the book of Jude with you're kept. He ends the book of Jude with he's the one who keeps you. Mm. So while there's challenges in the middle for us to keep ourselves in his love, to not walk away, he has me, he's got me. I can rest in the one who holds me. That's it. I love that word rest too. That's it. The striving's done. He's done it all for us. Amen. We receive what's been passed on and we live in that reality in and through our lives, not as a posture to earn or keep, but as a posture of gratitude and worship, right? That's what all of Christian discipleship and fellowship is. So, man, I'm pumped up for this. I know you are too. I can't. I mean, I'm so glad. I love studying the scripture with people from Mariners and to walk through the book of Jude. It's five weeks. It's a... I, I really believe God's going to give you a, 
a love for the book of Jude, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good for you and good for your group. It's awesome. Would you mind just praying for our leaders as we close yeah. out? Appreciate it. God, thanks for each leader. I pray as they have discussions over your breathed word, the mm-hmm. book of Jude, that amazing how relevant it is today, though written for the fir- and shared for the first time 2,000 years ago, just reminds us that your word is faultless and true and stands above time. I pray that you'd use your word and each leader to encourage each group, to encourage your people during this teaching series. Lord, thank you for these groups. Bless these leaders. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, leaders, we'll catch you on the next one.